choose life, choose a sport, choose a drop zone, choose a start time, choose a fucking big jump plane, choose turbine engines, speed, unlimited altitude and endless horizons. Choose height, no low turns and travel insurance. Choose jump tickets, choose tiny action cameras, choose your mates, choose a rig and matching helmet, choose swoop shorts and a range of fucking fabrics, choose 120 vertical speed and wondering who the fuck you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting on that couch, watching debriefs, spirit-saving slow-mos, smashing beers after last load. Choose standing on the podium at the end of it all. Choose a win you'll love every time. And the reasons? There are no reasons. Who needs reasons when you fly NZ Aerosports? So, let's get past the obvious. Of course, I absolutely love the NZ Aerosports business model. Of course. I mean, come on. One glance at an Icarus fuck yeah sticker and you know it lines up pretty damn well with the fucking pilot mentality. But outside their wonderful use of colorful language and a great company vibe, there is a long list of reasons to say NZ Aerosports fuck yeah. NZ Aerosports blows me away right out of the gate as a canopy manufacturer with their bold offer. They give you 10 jumps on your brand new nylon to decide if you want to keep it. Seriously, 10 jumps to decide if you want to keep it, swap it out, or even return it for a refund. I mean, seriously, how incredible is that? That's like getting halfway through a prom and deciding you'd prefer the slightly racier date that goes down faster. Seriously, they do that. If you're not madly in love with your new canopy after 10 jumps, they'll let you swap it out for another size or model or even get your money back. And the range of canopies they've got? Man, they've got a style canopy to fit every jumper and every situation with models you know and trust. Like the Sapphire 3, which is an awesome wing with great responsiveness and a wonderful flair for any intermediate pilot that's also the perfect choice for the beginning canopy pilot, keeping it mellow and learning. Or the Crossfire 3 when you're ready to kick it up a notch. It's a fully elliptical wing that'll start putting serious distance on those swoops. For those that are looking to really go the distance, well, shit, that's when you start looking towards the JFX-2 if you're looking to up your new swoop game, the Leia with its range to be your day-to-day beast as well as go dirt water dirt across the pond, and of course, the Petra. With her high roll rate, long recovery arc, and high glide ratio, Petra cranks out crazy power in the turn, plane out, and flare. She is nothing short of a record breaker and one that gets me to stop and watch every single time. But it's not always about speed either. Take the Kraken. Built as a low pack volume canopy specifically with wingsuiting in mind, she gives you all the performance you're looking for with the reliability you need that'll have you itching for that next formation, rodeo, or puffy cloud. So the equipment is top of the line kick-ass stuff, as you already know. But how about the team? Well, the customer service gang is there to sort you out whenever you need them. Maddie's running the show with sales and sponsored athletes, with Beto sorting out all you dealers out there, and Jen holding the reins for the whole customer service department. They're always available at sales at nzaerosports.com, but they've even got a kick-ass live chat tool on the website if you're wanting to hit someone up right away. These are the crew you're going to want to talk to to get those custom orders in, or to go with one of their stock canopies that are ready to ship. With a stock nylon, they'll have that shit on a FedEx truck as soon as the credit card machine says approved and get you in the air in no time. For all your custom orders, you'll be able to get a time frame for building and shipping when you design it, so get to it. And demos. They've got demos in the U.S. available from their partner Rock Sky Market. Their whole U.S. demo fleet is there with the Sapphire 3, Crossfire 3, the Kraken, JFX2, and Leia canopies in a range of sizes. They also offer student and tandem demos in the U.S. 
bottom line, every step of the way, NZ Aerosports is there to get you what you need. And I personally couldn't be happier to be teamed up with them here on Lunatic Fringe. Hell, they've even got a special offer for all you lunatic listeners out there. Just head to pages.nzaerosports.com forward slash into the void. That's one word into the void. And follow the instructions to register a website account with them. You'll score a discount voucher worth 20 bucks towards any purchase over 200 US dollars. I mean, come on. You already know you're going to shop with NZ Aerosports, so grab a little extra cash towards that buy and enjoy. The offer is good until the 31st of December, and the voucher is good for three months, so go register now. All right then, it's just about time to get started with Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, brought to you proudly by NZ Aerosports. Fuck yeah. Straight from the cockpit, it's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. Ready, set, go. All right, back in the can for another edition of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void. Yeah, man. Uh, yes, absolutely. And we're we're hitting it up with, I, I like hitting all ranges, all shapes, all sizes of skydivers, people that do literally everything. And you caught my attention for a bunch of different reasons, but let's just go here. Who the fuck are you and what do you do? Well, my name's Mike Washburn and uh, I, uh, I work... In the Middle East, um, I'm an instructor, a contractor, um, uh, working in the Middle East. So that's that's what I do. All right. Well, now, um, before we get to too deep into the woods, instructor and contractor, are we talking like military type yeah, stuff? Yeah, for the military. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're 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 not in the military though. You're a civilian or you're in no, the military? No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm actually a civilian, so I'm retired military okay. from, from uh, the U.S. and I'm um, over here in the Middle East. Uh, just uh, passing some knowledge. Nice. Now, wh- uh, what uh, branch were you in? I was in the Army. All right. Well, first off, thanks for your service. Oh, no, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. you acknowledging it. Oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, you you were out doing shit that uh, the rest of us don't want to do, man. That's good <laughs> well, stuff. Where were uh, where were you stationed, and uh, where where'd you start out? Uh, well, I started out uh, – um, well, I, I enlisted right out of high school, and uh, I knew uh, I didn't have the uh, – the discipline to go to college, so mm. I wasn't a big fan of school anyway. So, uh, and I didn't want to stay at home with mom and dad, so I figured I had to do something. So I decided <laughs> to join the army and and get the hell out of the house. Nice. And uh, so I joined in the army in 1990, and uh, went into something called the Rangers, um, and I was stationed in Second Ranger Battalion for nine years up at uh, Tacoma, Washington. All right, and then. Uh, Moved one time to Fort Bend in Georgia. All right. And then three years at Regiment, 75th Range Regiment, and then I switched over and uh, became an officer. So I went from enlisted to an officer. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So, and the reason why I did that was uh, I was a, I was a Sergeant First Class spending money like a four-star general. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is not panning out. So I need to figure out <laughs> the quickest way to make uh, some more money and, uh, and that that was why I had, uh, I think I just had one, my oldest at that time. So I switched over and uh, then I stayed there at Fort Benning. So 
one of my claim to fame is I did 22 years in the Army, and I PCS'd one time, which is kind of unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it, you know, it's it's funny, and I've had many conversations with all kinds of different skydivers, and I never cease to be amazed at the variety of backgrounds yeah, of skydivers. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not that uh, you would be surprised to find a skydiver that was in the military. Actually, you would think that that's common. It's that your personality when I meet you, you're so outgoing and having fun, and um, you, you don't appear to be what I would have expected a fucking army ranger to be, <laughs> yeah. which is so cool. It really is. And yeah. especially, uh, oh shit, I better salute, uh, officer. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, everybody has this uh, this idea that uh, an airborne ranger is this, this dude that weighs, you know, 200 pounds, muscular bound. Um, when I, so uh, when I, like I said, enlisted in 1990, so I got the second ranger battalion, I think October of 90. I weighed 120 pounds. Holy fuck! <laughs> and 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 back then, and it's it's a lot different now. But back then, really, if you could run, right, you were gonna do okay. All right. And so, because I was skinny, you know, I was like a albino Kenyan guy. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah, boots I, weighed more yeah, than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could run, and that's what I think. That's the reason why they kept me for so long. Wow. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I agree. It's amazing the amount of uh, – I think that's one of the great things about skydiving is you you just meet so many different kinds of people. Oh, man. And any idea or ideas that you have about certain countries or certain uh, uh, demographics of people, it, it all gets blown out. Because, oh, yeah. And, and that's – I think that's one of the things that draws me to skydiving is uh, in uh, – We'll we'll probably get into it on uh, the team and stuff like that, but uh, that's one of the biggest, uh, one of the great things that I love about the the team that we have. Well, you know, the variety in skydiving is is amazing. And you're right, it gets rid of all the borders go away very, very quickly. But um, when I found out the different vocations or education that people have, um, a tandem instructor that I think you know and I used to work with uh, named Hannah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had no idea. She's a fucking PhD. <laughs> You know, and and here I am, scraped my way through high school and, you know, fucking fought for every test that I've ever taken. And here this cute, bubbly, goofy, she's goofy, blonde skydiver turns out to be, you know, leaps and bounds. I don't even want to see her fucking IQ scores. (laughs) You know, or you uh, you talk to Omar Hijalan and find out that he was a business and and all this hardcore stuff, but he's like you know one of the the founders of modern free flying, right? And, right. You know, and you find, so you you find out all these great things in the background of people and just go, all right, this is pretty fucking cool, man, because yeah, it draws everybody. Well, yeah, and the great thing about it is, it's like uh, Omar. I I didn't know who he was. I just found out who. How great is that? I just found out who Omar was. Uh, Maybe two months ago. Oh wow! And uh, and and the great thing about that was I didn't friend him because of who he sure. is or what he did. And then he knows that the the friendship that I'm offering, that vibe that I'm offering to him, he knows is is original. Sure. And then someone said, "Hey, check out this video. Of this <laughs> yeah, man. Who you're talking?" And I'm like, "Good gracious!" Yeah. So I kind of I think that's one of the great things about the skydive community is you really you become friends first sure 
and then you start learning out uh, people's backstory. Sure. Well, yeah. it's it's almost uh, with very few exceptions in the sport. I think you're almost automatically friends with a skydiver. Just because they're a skydiver, you've got something in common, you've got something to talk about. Yeah. And then as relationships continue on, maybe you decide, I'm not going to hang out with that guy yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you still have the respect to, you know, for yeah, him as yeah. a, him or her as a skydiver. But um, friendships form very, very easily. And I've likened it to the whole um, foxhole mentality. We do something that's fucking dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we we mitigate the risks, but at the end of the day, whether I'm flying the plane or jumping out of it, I'm doing something that is uh, at a higher risk than most people are used to, and it takes a specific kind of person to be able to handle that risk with comfort, and I think that draws us together quite yeah, quickly. Yeah, it's funny that you, you mentioned that because a, a lot of people who uh, – who I know in the military or were in the military, they're like, hey, do you miss it? Do you miss the military? And I don't. And and most people say, yeah, I miss it. I miss it for this and that. And I think the reason I don't miss it is I never kind of left it. Mm. Um, yeah, I left the, the uniform, and I but I went from – you know, doing something that was uh, uh, very uh, family-oriented because, sure. you know, your, your platoon or your company, depending where you're at, is, is your family If uh, besides your immediate family. Sure. And then the skydive community is the same. I mean, I, I tell people that I could easily go to the drop zone and it'd be a bad weather day mm. and it's okay. Oh, yeah. You have a blast. Be- yeah, because jumping, to me, jumping – is not the big part of it. No, it's the icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're exactly right. It's the icing on the cake. The the meat of it yes. is is the people. Yes. And I can just sit there and laugh and joke and, and you know, people watch. I mean, people watching, it's better than going to the mall and doing people watching. Well, that was always one of the reasons that my favorite uh, discipline personally for skydiving was doing tandems, either shooting video or taking tandems because I got to people watch in the extreme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because chances are that guy or girl I'm about to take on a skydive is being themselves for the first time in how long? Yeah. And especially in this social media age where everybody is pretending to be the best version of themselves, you get to meet Jack or Jane being themselves. And it's fucking great. It's great. Yeah, and and, and just knowing... That they're probably, you know, taking on the challenge of their biggest fear. Yes, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was one of the greatest things about doing tandems for so long is, is and, and I'll knock on wood, although I don't intend to do any yeah. more tandems, I never had a refusal. And I took really big pride in that um, only because I got to play psychologist. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. These people are freaking the fuck out, you <laughs> yeah. know, and you're doing – you have to read this person and go, how do I have to behave and what do I have to say to calm this person down enough to be stupid enough to jump out of this airplane with me and you let's know, go have some fun? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I ran – so I, I, I've never done – not up until – well, probably, I don't know, a year ago, I did my first tandem ride. Okay. So I was the passenger. Um, I was the bitch in the relationship Oof. there. And uh, um, I ran from it because, to me, it was the most scariest thing yeah. that I could think of because you're handing over your life yes. to one person. Yes. And even though I know this person, because most people sometimes don't. that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. Like Riza, right? I love him to death, but I don't know. Right. But uh, but I, I'm thinking these people are showing up. They have no clue 
who Dean is. Yeah. Yep. And they're just like, here's my life. Yep. And I'm willing to give you, and it's a huge responsibility. Oh, yeah. Because people are like, hey, Mike, why don't you get your coach rating or get your tan rating? And I'm just like, it's just too much responsibility. Sure, sure. I mean, the, the, it's an amazing amount of responsibility uh, that you have. But well, in the extreme, when it came to tandems, when I started doing them, um, the majority of the people that we had doing tandems out of Las Vegas were Japanese that didn't speak English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I tried to put myself in their shoes, and I tried to fathom what it would take for me to go to another country where I did not speak the language and without being able to communicate, put my life in someone else's hands, and there's literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was – I had been in the sport for years and years uh, for before the first time I rode bitch on a tandem after my initial tandems when I started, and I had to do it as part of a course. Right. And it was horrifying. Yeah. But, like, I was almost ready to just go, fuck it, I guess I don't need to be a skydiver anymore. Yeah. Because it was terrifying. So, but we're, we're, we've jumped way ahead because I want to know how you got started in skydiving. What what was the first jump? Was it military or was yeah, it civilian? Yeah, so uh, my first jump um, <clears throat> was, uh, it's kind of funny. I've never, the first time I've flown on a plane, I jumped out of the plane. <laughs> so I, I grew I up. I took a few of you. Yeah. So I, I, I grew up in uh, Yorktown, Virginia, and... Uh, I had uh, grandparents in Florida and Indiana, so you could drive there. Mm. Um, so I never got on the plane until airborne school. So I went to airborne school in 1990, and, uh, of course, it was static. Mm. And I, I'll be honest with you. Um, my dad was airborne. My brother was airborne. Um, so I, I, I was just like, well, I, I got to do that. Sure. You know? and, and the Ranger thing came. I was like, well, I got I to gotta up my brother and my dad so i did this ranger thing and uh i like uh, how you say that ranger thing like yeah, it's not a big deal yeah, you're a fucking so, ranger yeah. man <laughs> so um the yeah, rangers nowadays are amazing but anyway so um yeah so i started static line in the army and then i had the opportunity to go to uh, military free fall and uh, uh that's when uh i was about about halfway into my military career, and that's where I learned. I'm like, wow, man, this this free fall thing, uh, the landings are a hell of a lot better than static, <laughs> you know. And uh, but uh, I, I did that for a short while, then became an officer. And then back then, I still think it's the same. Uh, I retired in 2012, so Army's changed quite a bit. But uh, mm. you only did free fall if you were in a job that required it. Sure. So I got out of it for a while, then I got another job in the army that uh, uh, had the ability to, to free fall again. And then the closer I got to 20 years or 22 years, I ended up doing 22 years, the less I liked it. I was just, I think the older you get, you're kind of like, ah, you know, hmm. when you're young, you're just like, oh, I'm going to just jump out of the airplane. When you get close to retirement and you're like, ooh, I really need my legs after the <laughs> army, you know, I bounced off the pavement a couple times and right. stuff like that so i had no desire to ever jump again okay so now i'm retired uh work in the u.s f for a couple years and then uh, i get a job over in the middle east and this is how i got into skydiving so i'm in the middle east um and uh i'm living in a hotel <laughs> and uh for a year first year was in a hotel and I'm with six other military guys that came over at the same time. 
uh, there's only one place to meet in a motel, in a hotel. Right. And that's the bar. Sure. And, uh, well, <clears throat> I was a big drinker prior to getting married. And then I just kind of walked away from it after I got married. And, uh, well, so I went there as a, a social beer guy. Sure. And, well, next thing you know, one beer leads to two beers, at least to three beers. You know, and like <clears throat> six months into it, you know, we're down in five beers a night. Mm. And uh, I just like, oh, I, I can't keep doing this. Right. I, you know, I'm not young anymore. It's not really, you know, it's not the best place to be getting intoxicated. Um, so I was like, I got to get a hobby. And uh, so where I was at, uh, there's not a lot of hobbies to do. Hmm. Um, I did some dirt biking in the Army uh, when I first was in 2nd Range Battalion. Mm. And I was like, eh, that's a good way to get yourself screwed up. Sure. And So anyway, make a long story short, um, I didn't like scuba diving. Um, I mean, if it was socially accepted, I probably wouldn't shower. I mean, I'm just not a big fan. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of water. I just, Fair enough. Yeah, so... But uh, anyway, so I see this skydiving thing. I'm like, ah, let me go check it out. I can burn a Saturday sure. driving to to uh, to this drop zone and checking it out. And uh, and what sold me was I seen this pretty well known wingsuiter uh, Noah, and I didn't know what a wingsuit was. So mm. so I see him come off this plane wearing this wingsuit bright yellow wingsuit and i'm like man what is that that's right yeah you know and i'm like man that dude looks pretty cool yes yeah what's going on there and uh so i end up finding out that uh he's an american so i'm like okay let me you know he's got it he'll recognize my accent sure american so i talked to him and he seemed like pretty good dude he's like yeah man i like doing this and blasey blasey and then so i tell so that night i'm pretty excited and i'm like i'm going to tell my son about this thing called wingsuit so i tell my youngest son hey i'm thinking about jumping again and there's this thing called wingsuit he knew all about it didn't he? oh yeah my youngest son's like oh my gosh dad that is so cool man there's this guy on on youtube i watch all the time i go really he goes yeah his name's noah man he's just a badass dude it's amazing i'm like really noah he goes yeah he goes he's dude's amazing so man so that's what really so me now i'm like okay my son's psych it's something exciting sure. um i'm remembering the the free fall halo free fall days where you sure. can land softly so i really got in it to get off the beer in the nice booth. yeah so Dude. that's that's what got me going and then noah kind of s- sold the deal it's well and it's funny too that you know and you're not the first person that's gotten into the sport from a random meeting of an icon in the sport yeah absolutely who, and one of the ways that i define somebody that i think is an icon in the sport is not necessarily just for the things that they've done but alike omar or like noah are not the first, but the last people to tell you about all the fucking insanely cool shit that yeah, they've yeah, done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Omar is not going to tell you no. that he did all these amazing things unless you ask him. And if you ask him, of course he's going to share because he's got a lot of things yeah. to be very proud of. And I'll tell you, of. he's very modest when he shares it, too. Absolutely yeah. he is, you know? And, yeah. and I think... Um, I've had him on the podcast and in person and shower him with compliments, mainly because he was, to me, a hero in the sport, because he was at the cutting edge when I was learning how. So he was my version of Noah. 
All yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at what this guy is doing and going, oh, my God, how is that even yeah. possible? I want to learn yeah. how to do those things. And, of course, then it grows into – Wait a second, he's just a really fucking cool guy. Same thing with Noah. You know, yeah. when I first met Noah, um, he was Noah. You know, everybody knew who he was, and I had to do an interview for him, uh, of him, for Blue Skies Magazine. Mm. And he was the most low key, casual, kickback, yeah. tell me everything that's going on, no bullshit guy. Yeah. That's to me what makes an icon in skydiving is the the, the no sky god attitude. Just yeah, to, I, I didn't know who he was until my youngest son told me, and I had talked to him in place. Which how fucking cool is that? Yeah, well, you know what's cool is that I, I end up going back to the drop zone, telling Noah about my youngest son. I said, "Bro, you got to do me a solid." <laughs> I said, "We got to get a photo together." Right. He's like, "Hey, absolutely, you know Noah." So he's like, "Absolutely, boom." And then I I said, "Hey, just want to let you know, this is who your dad's hanging out with." Right. And my son was just like, "Oh my god!" Of so, course, yeah, of course. So it's uh, yeah, you know, I think that's one of the things why I don't miss military. You know, one of the great things about when I was in the military was you would do all this cool stuff, and then the same day or that night you're at the bar and no one has a clue what you just did sure and it's pretty amazing stuff that you do and and i think that's one of the great things like you said these guys are are you look up to as icons and stuff like that is because they don't brag about it right and you don't really know and uh um and and noah was one of them the latest one was omar yeah Uh, um and so, yeah. And, and, so and here's the, there's so, yeah, there's so many of these people out there. And I would tell you there's so many talented skydivers out there that could be. Oh, sure. Could be one of those guys. Sure. Or gals. Oh, yeah. And and uh, um, so, yeah, it's pretty neat. Well, you know, I've said it before. Um, I've, I've been lucky enough to have some amazing guests on the podcast uh, and I have all kinds of skydivers on the podcast, people that, that someone has never heard of and shouldn't have heard of because they're just, you know, Joe Blow Jumper, and I want to hear perspectives and cool stories. Oh, absolutely. All the way up to world champions. And what was always really telling about how cool the uh, the top of the rung in our sport is, is I've had Omar. I've had Craig Girard. Oh, I, yeah. I've had some of the best skydivers in the world come sit in a toilet with me <laughs> to, to talk about skydiving. And you're in the pimp studio. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Back when it was hard. Oh, Back yeah, when man. it was hard, you had to sit in the shitter. You're in the upgraded <laughs> studio, man. My bo- my mixing board was above the toilet. I sat on the toilet. There was no air conditioning, so we basically sat, and Craig Girard and I were wiping sweat off of our forehead <laughs> talking skydiving in a toilet. Yeah, yeah. You know, who the fuck does that, uh, you know? Oh, yeah. And it was so much fun, uh, even more fun for me, because, of course, I'm sitting there going, I can't, This that's fucking Craig Gerard. Yeah, 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 he's sitting in my shitter. Yes, which is amazing. <laughs> but, of course, he's just a dude, you know, and he didn't yeah. think a thing of it. It was just fun. Yeah. It was cool. You but, know? you know, I think that's one of the great things about people in, in the skydive community is that it never, you know, they never thought about it. I no. mean, I, I I think there they would be more like. I think it's pretty cool. I I, I feel cheated that I I don't get to sit in a shitter and, and talk to you. <laughs> and I think that's what's great about skydiving community, right. where you know now, great if I when next time I run into Omar, he's gonna be like, hey, bro, you, back when it was hard, you had to sit in Dean's shitter <laughs> to talk to him. You, know, you got it. Yeah, you're in this beautiful place now with yep. canopies and, and, and soundproofing material and yep. a leather chair. 
But I, I would tell you, I would argue the fact. I think I've been cheated, man. I'd be pretty cool to sit in the shitter with you and shoot well, the shit. I'll tell you what. Next time we'll do that. Yeah, there we go. We'll go out. Or, next time we have a <laughs> yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, we've agreed, and I'll, I'll even say it on the podcast. We've agreed that there's one subject we're not talking about, which yeah. is politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we finally decide to talk politics, we'll do it in the toilet because yeah, that's go. where that yeah, shit yeah, belongs. That, that's where that shit belongs. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and it'll be a lot of times to hear in that commode flush throughout yeah, that conversation. Man. Well, and so here's another. Another thing, not to not to even really touch that subject, but yeah. to brush it. One of the coolest things about skydiving in general is you and I know, without ever having discussed it, that we have opposing views on a few things. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck because mm-hmm. we have this great thing that we can sit and talk about. And I know that in that respect, person to person, you and I are enough alike and have enough of the same values and enjoyment and all those things that that it's easy for us to just go. You know something? That's gonna fuck us up. So we're just not gonna go there. Yeah, we're gonna stay here, and I, I like that. Yeah, or 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 yeah, yeah, or uh, you do go down that rabbit hole, but you have enough respect. To- but at the end of the day. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. I, I can already tell you right now, even just after this short conversation and the talks that we've had before, yeah. that if we did get into a heated political discussion, at some point, one of us would go, you know something? This is going the wrong direction. Time out. Yeah. Because you're a friend of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't want this to get ugly. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, yeah, that's because, I, I mean, let there be no doubt, uh, I've gone down these rabbit holes. Sure. And, and it's gotten, we all have. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's... Uh, we. And I think that's one of the great things. If you can talk uh, uh, politics between loads, because <laughs> by the time you go up short to doses. that, yeah, 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 it's just short doses. Because once you get up in that plane, it's all then gone. it's all gone. Yeah, yeah. And then it's it's you looking at him going, okay, what are we doing? And how close are you going to fly to right. And then it's just all just, yeah, so. It's a great ability. And, and I think skydivers do a really good job of it. I'll, I'll never forget, and I've told this story on the podcast before, but it's it's worth re-mentioning. Um, at the first big drop zone that I worked at was Skydive Las Vegas. And I was yeah. shooting video out there. And there was a um, um, tandem instructor that only jumped with us part-time because his regular job was for Vice's, uh, the Las Vegas' version of the Vice Squad. Uh-huh. Um, so he was basically drug enforcement yeah. in Las Vegas. One of the other very regular fun jumpers on the drop zone was a pot dealer. <laughs> And I remember eavesdropping and overhearing a conversation between these two who on the drop zone were friends, but they both knew exactly Exactly what what they they did. did, And it was, uh, hey, let's have a good jump. And it was the high five or whatever the popular handshake at the time was. And then um, the cop leaned in nice and quiet and and just jokingly said, if I ever catch your ass off the drop zone. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just that known thing that, hey, look, all bets are off on the drop zone, man. None of that shit matters here. We're brothers. yeah, Yeah, yeah. That's neutral territory. And it's really fucking yeah. cool because, yeah. I mean, I think not just America, the whole world could use a big dose of neutral territory oh, right yeah, about yeah, now. exactly. You know? All of us could. And it's funny because uh, it's so easy to, to get along if you just kind of hit the pause button on the rest of that bullshit. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I th- that's the great thing about any passion you may have or a hobby that you have where you can just break away from, uh, I guess, what you would call the real world and, sure. and, and, and spend a day – out on the drop zone, and and as you know, you get up in that air, uh, you don't have a care in the world. No, I mean, you, you I could be the, you could be, you know, a guy with all kinds of problems at home or all kinds of financial problems, but for that forty second, oh yeah, or or, or three minutes, 
Oh, I'd argue that's goes, yeah. I'd argue that's more the real world than the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the rest of it is the shit we have to suffer through to be able to <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That this is the penance we pay yeah. to be able to go do that. Absolutely. You know, which is yeah. that's just fine. Yeah. Now back on to your jumping. So you show up in and do what I as an AFF instructor hate more than anything. You show up and go, I want to jump wingsuits. Yeah, I, I, you know, from the time I'd seen Noah for that, I mean, that, that, I think 10 seconds after seeing him and hearing someone say, when I ask, hey, that's a wingsuit, I go, oh, right. gosh, that's what I got to do. I got to do that. I didn't know what the hell it did. I didn't know uh, how many jumps or whatever. All I knew was if I'm going to get back into this, that's, that's my goal. That's the goal? Yeah. All right. So you start jumping again. Um, you obvious now, if I'm not mistaken, at least the, this is the way that it used to be. Military jumps do not translate towards civilian skydiving. Uh, your f- military free fall does in for jump numbers. Okay. Yeah. But I, obviously, um, I have to go, th- you know, you have to go back, you have to go through AFF. Sure. Um, the only, now your static jumps don't, right. um, but your, your mil- <laughs> yeah, your mil- I, I'll give you an example, uh, was it uh i think it was uh, for your c license or d license you got to have you used to have to have two night jumps right i used my two military well i had more than two but my military night free fall nice to to get that and it, and uh because at the time it was just hard to get a night i sure. think that's probably why they got rid of that it was cuz sure. it's hard to get a night jump Speaking of military night jumps, before we get too sidetracked, I was lucky enough to fly very briefly uh, for um, Skydive San Diego, uh-huh. and Skydive San Diego hosts TAC Air, uh, which was the military freefall school right. for the SEALs. Yeah. Um, so I flew for them briefly, and I'll never forget, I'm flying at, I think it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, um, and these guys are jumping out over... Not huge, but mountainous terrain, or I should say foothills anyway, on the border of Mexico. And I mean on the fucking border of Mexico. And their only reference for landing is a 50-gallon fucking drum lit on fire. (laughs) At the time, I've got, I don't know, 9,000 jumps and I don't know how many hours flying in the plane. And I'm watching these guys jump out, and I've been told that these guys have 10 12 jumps yeah looking out the plane as they're going going not a fucking chance in hell would i be doing that jump and out the door they go and i i just remember being blown away going you got to be shitting me yeah i I think one of the things is is it's such a hard school to get um obviously there's certain branches in the military where you, you get it right you know it's part of your training sure um I had, I was very fortunate to to get a slot to go to military freefall, and uh, when that ramp cracked open, I was just like, "Why am I here?" All right. I didn't really. I don't need to be here. Right. Um, and then there's this thing that kicks in, and it's you know I don't know. You can call it pride. You can call it respect. You can call it whatever it is. But I was like, okay, everyone would kill for this slot, so I need to go ahead and jump out of this plane. And when I jumped out, I just started just. In over in. I, I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, luckily two free fall instructors came in and, and grabbed me and got me stabled out. And, and uh, But uh, I, I got a bunch of stories I can tell you of how I screwed up in military free fall that uh, um, I just 
got lucky and, and scraped by and, and, and passed a course, but we'll save that for the, when we're in the shitter. Fair enough. Well, I mean, we've all, all got a couple of stories yeah. where we just kind of scrape by. Yeah. It's, uh, um, it's those ones that you tell very hesitantly because you're like, well, I'm not <laughs> fucking proud of that one <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't. Exactly. Quite a, I got quite a few of those. Yeah. You know, well, but I'll tell you what, though, it's those stories, both in something like military school or just in skydiving in general, that keep you humble because. You walk around with this knowledge that there's a couple of those you just flat out didn't fucking earn. And it's that um, with that voice way back in the background that tells you you're a fraud. You don't <laughs> well, know what the fuck yeah. you're doing. <laughs> well, I, I would tell you um, it wasn't that I didn't earn it. It was I just got lucky. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it was uh, – I always tell people – I think everyone in life is perpetrating a fraud at some point. Of course we yeah, are. Yeah, no, you know, you, you, and I think that's part of the survivability of, of, of being a, a human is, you know, sometimes you got to act somebody that you're not really just to, to, to get to the next week or anything like that. Sure, but, uh, sure. Yeah, we, we'll definitely uh, talk a, a couple good stories about <laughs> uh, how I got very lucky uh, fair enough. During fair enough. military free fall, but it'll be good stories. You know, it's it, it's funny. I mean, yeah, I think we're all uh, obviously we're all putting up a front and, and more today than any other time. Again, social media and all that. And you always want to try and put up this front. But and I'm sure you've discovered this as well. The older I get, the more that front disappears. Um, and yeah. the more I'm just, you know, something. I, Fuck it. This is I'm yeah, too tired. I'm t- to- yeah. I can't put up that that facade anymore. This is me. Not the greatest guy ever in the world. Not the worst guy ever in the world. Not the best jump pilot in the world. Not the worst jump pilot in the world. You know, it, it's 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 it just. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, it gets to be too much. Oh, it, it is. It absolutely is. It. I think it is. When the older you get, it just it wears you out quicker. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're just like. Uh, um, but I I think the other thing is. I mean, if you can't laugh about yourself, <laughs> if you right. can't joke about being screwed up or – man, uh, and, and when you're younger, you don't do that because, right. you know, you, you, you want to thump your chest. But um, I, 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 I got to laugh at myself mm. daily. I mean, if I don't, I'll, I'll go crazy. Oh, God, yes, man. I spent uh, 10 years writing for Blue Skies Magazine, and I think 90% of the articles are me taking the shit out of myself for the dumb shit that I got away with. And the, uh, yeah, some and of the that's ones probably that why you survived with. 10 years. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's you got to be able to laugh at yourself and not take yourself too seriously. Yeah, Because the guys exactly. that take themselves too seriously, those are some scary motherfuckers. Man. They are. Yeah. Those are the ones that don't. They, they end up snapping. Yeah. So... You dig yourself into I'm back in this and I have this goal. I'm gonna go be I'm gonna go be a wingsuit pilot. Yeah. So how does that go? Well, it's uh, so you know I go through AFF. Uh, so my AFF instructor was Pablo, and uh, uh, who's who's pretty well known uh, at a drop zone. Mm. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, I got to quit telling all these stories, but anyway, real no, quick don't. on no, real quick on him was uh, this was 2014. All right, okay, and uh, Pablo's English was not as good as it is today, and uh, so so I, I, I just you know put my name on the list. I show up extra early, uh, so I, I you know it's AFF. You know the deal. If you got to get on that first load, yeah, man. You know, so I'm up there early and. 
and I uh, put my name on there, and, and then I, Pablo draws me, and and uh, Pablo's talking to me, and his English was straight up terrible, man. <laughs> and let me tell you something, I, I can barely speak English myself, you know. I, I just, at work, they were making a joke about some things that I were saying that was not grammarly uh, correct or right. whatever, and I'm just like, hey, man, I've never claimed to be an expert at English. Right. But, uh, and I just couldn't understand them. But he was very, he, he had this fire in him. And oh, he's I loved passionate. It. Yeah, and I just, I loved it, man. I just felt good around him, but right. I didn't know what the hell he was telling me, right? <laughs> and I was raised to be extremely polite, you know, that's. That's a Southern yeah, I Yeah, I can tell you about my mom and dad, and it would be hours and hours. I mean, two of the most fantastic people uh, in the world is my mom and dad, and everything I have is, is has a lot to do with them. But anyway, so I'm, I'm. I'm too nice. I was raised too nice to say, bro. Uh, the want, fuck yeah, are you? Saying? What I should have said is, man, I don't understand you. Can I get another instructor? Right. But I just didn't have it in me, right? <laughs> but I love the energy this guy was giving me, right? Yes. So I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what to say to this dude because I don't know what he told me. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, you good? We, you know what you got to do? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't know, <laughs> right? So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to read into the book of exactly what these jumps do and what you're supposed to do in the jumps. Mm. And then luckily Pablo's very animated with his hands and stuff like that. So I was able to kind of put it all together. <laughs> and, uh, and so we go on the first one, we get down. Pablo's like, yeah, that was good. That was good. He was never negative. Right. And that's so important. Sure. Especially when you're doing something that, that uh, uh, because we all have put the self induced stress on ourselves. Oh yeah. And then I can only imagine someone who's never jumped. I mean, I, I, mean, I had the, the military stuff so i wasn't as uh, scared as probably most people but uh but anyway make a long story short uh i think pablo just finally said man good luck i'll sign you off bro but uh and i i think he signed his name real light with the pen so that way it would fade over time <laughs> but anyway i was i made it through off to the races and uh i get in the belly and uh and all this time, all I know is I need 200 jumps to get to <laughs> wings. You just count jumps. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, I got to do this this belly thing. And uh, man, I just wasn't good at it. Mm. I, I mean, people people nowadays. I, I mean, belly's hard. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I get the belly people a lot of a lot of shit just because it's it's just my way of acknowledging to them that I I, I appreciate their discipline and i know sure. it's not easy but anyway real quick story about belly so i'm doing belly and there's a guy, guy named dave and ollie and they're they're big uh belly competition guys they're not famous or anything but and they kind of bring me on they're like hey you can jump with us and uh <laughs> so this drop zone uh was doing these in-house competitions sure and, and so belly was they're doing this belly competition it was a four man and and i had been working with dave and ali and uh for a while and they're like oh, all right let's go and make a long story short um i, I found it very confusing you got to grab here you got to spin <laughs> here you got to do this and, right. and all that and and I'm, I'm not a big guy i'm i'm, I'm kind of bony and laying on that damn roller thing whatever they call it what do you yeah, the creeper. The creeper, bro, yeah. is just tearing my chest up, bro. I'm just like, man. 
this is not fun, you know. Uh, anyway, so we're in for the hunt for third place, right? Right. right. You know, and um, and and Dave and Ollie's like, man, this is their claim to fame, right? right. And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, okay, we just got to hold it together, man. You know, if we just pull off a decent jump, we're going to get third place. We'll podium, right? right. Yeah, that's a huge deal, man. Sure, yeah, sure. Man. Well, the only time I ever do a sit fly <laughs> is on this fucking jump, man. Yeah, it's not a good and thing. And <laughs> I fucking fuck it for them. Oh. And they're like, oh, my God. And we blew I blew it for the team. Sure. And I was just like, Dave and Ollie were, I mean, they I could tell they were disappointed, and, and, and rightfully so. And that's when I'm like, yeah, I don't think this discipline's for me. Sure. So I'm like, okay, well, where do I go next? Right. And uh, so I go to tracking. And, uh, but just heading in the right direction if you're going to jump wings. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I ended up doing a lot of coaching for tracking and, uh, I liked it and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then I, st- uh, there was uh, a coach at the drop zone, Stefania, and she was uh, a free flyer tracking coach and she was a great gal and she taught me how to, to, uh, to track and to steep track. And I basically tracked for 150 jumps and, uh. Once I hit 200, I was out. I was like, I'm gone. <laughs> See ya. I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. I'm like, get away from me, you nasty belly guys. I'm going to a wingsuit. <laughs> so obviously you got to go through wingsuit school, you know, sure. ground school. And so I meet this cat from uh, from Canada. Yep. Yeah. His name's Darren. Darren, eh? Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, hey, I want to get in wingsuit. He's okay, you know. Darren's an, a pretty intimidating Canadian. Yeah, I, I would tell you that he's the perfect coach to really teach you the basics of – now, I'm not saying he can only teach the basics, but he's very focused on the proper way to wingsuit. Sure. And uh, now, I'm going to tell you, no no guy getting in a wingsuit is going to like it. I mean, I, I, I hated it. I sure. was just like, good God, this guy reminds me of being in the military. I mean, this, <laughs> what the hell? You yeah, know? I'm like, yeah, he's pretty intense. Yeah, so, but anyway, this is where tracking wasn't that great. So so one of the things you got to do is you got to jump out of the, uh, the plane like you're uh, um, wearing a wingsuit. Mm. You know, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of stupid, you know, but. Whatever, I'm, I want to get in a wingsuit, so whatever I got to do, I'll do it. Well, the problem was I had done so many tracks back to back to back, and literally it was probably, you know, 150 tracks or close to 150 tracks, you know, um, well over 100. So I hop out, and I got my arms where they're supposed to be, but my ass is sticking up in the air. Sure. So I'm, I'm kind of like tracking with my arms out wide. Right. And we land darren's like nope go back up <laughs> now a normal person knocks it out on the first one right maybe their second one okay i'm on number eight. Oh jesus okay i'm on number eight <laughs> and and so so take that so it takes me eight jumps to figure out how to get my ass down now that's like I mean, that shouldn't even be an issue. Sure. So now just think about all the problems I'm fixing to have. Sure. When I sure. get in a wingsuit. Yeah. Um, quick story about Darren. Um, Darren has this, I, <laughs> I, I, I call it a foot fetish. Um, <laughs> oh, and and do, he, do tell. Yeah, yeah. So Darren has this issue with your feet being 
properly in the right position when when flying with a wingsuit. Right. And and it makes sense. I mean, your feet can be a rudder sure. in the air, right? Like a plane or like a boat and and uh so Darren he he's very attention to detail, which Yo, is yes. which is a military thing. Um um he's from Canada. Uh, <laughs> I think they have a military. But anyway, the uh <laughs> That's just a joke. Just a joke. They have actually have a pretty good. Yeah, that is good, the most yeah. American thing yeah. you've said. But anyway, so, so anyway, so he's like, man, this foot, this foot, this foot, this foot, this foot, this foot, you know. And I'm, I finally lose it, and and, and so you know, I, I finally get frustrated. And normally, if I get frustrated with somebody, we we built that relationship to where right um, now we got to a level where I I can express some feelings. That sure. I have that that, that sure. I don't. So I'm like, look, Darren, let me tell you something. Let, <laughs> let me tell. If I can fix fix this fucking foot, I would just to hear you shut up. <laughs> but this, my brain is not talking to that the foot. Right. Now, make a long story short. Two years, probably twenty thousand dollars to fix that foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Darren finally, uh, Darren finally just gave up on the foot. He's like, "Yeah, okay, your your right foot's gonna stick out." <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, well, I'm just glad you didn't put your foot up his ass. Yeah, I tell you, he's. Uh, oh, we've had some heated conversations at the drop zone. I mean, there's, there's, uh, and 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 Darren, uh, uh, we laugh about it now, but there's a couple times where. Uh, we we got in some heated discussions. Well, you know, it's when you have to learn to appreciate the passion that someone else has got and and uh, uh, take it with a grain of salt and then mix in their experience as well and go, yeah, okay, wait well, a second. I know this guy knows what he's fucking talking about, but he's getting on my last yeah, nerve. Yeah, yeah. And I would tell you, man, if I listened to him more than I did, sure. I'd be a hell of a lot better wingsuiter, I think. Well, that's the thing, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, every time that uh, that I've been under the impression that someone has failed to teach me, it wasn't their failing in teaching me. It was my failing no, absolutely. In, in absorbing and learning yeah. or yeah, resisting. Or, yeah, resisting. That's, that's the downside to uh, guys like you and I that are a little bit older and have yeah. some experience behind us. Yeah. We don't want somebody telling us what to do. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm yeah. supposed to fucking know. I'm supposed to tell them. So yeah, it's, well, and I think the other thing is it's it's a little bit of that and it's also – you just get pissed at yourself. Sure. That that golly man, this this why can't I get my foot there? And yes. then he's hyping on you, get your foot there, and you and you're just like, dude, I know. Oh yeah. I'm fucked up. Oh yeah. Well, and I don't need to remind me six jumps. Right. Every you know. So we, back then we were jumping. You know, you could easily jump twelve jumps. You know, uh, pre uh, uh, pandemic. So, yeah. Oh yeah. So you you know I'd get twelve jumps, uh, uh, fifteen jumps in a weekend. And, 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 you know, you times that by two years, man. Oh, yeah. Well, and eventually you're like, my foot is his fucking fault. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the great, you know, the great thing about it is uh, 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 I still see Darren on on a uh, uh, a regular basis. uh, And uh, uh, anytime we're up in the air and, you know, someone's like, hey, you know, that's a pretty cool wingsuit. What I do, I get into it. And, 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 you know, and Darren will make us snickers and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, bro, you're my coach. <laughs> you know, so, so be careful what you say. Right. Because you're the one that coached me. That's, so, that's pretty yeah, fucking funny. Yeah. So it's, uh, 
it's a, I really enjoy the relationship that uh, we have. For sure. Well, and I'll tell you what, the best relationships that I have uh, with a lot of different people started out as very antagonistic relationships. Yeah. Um, one of my close friends um, that was an instructor I worked with for a while, uh, shout out to Nitka, yeah. um, Goraz, Nitka, um, very hard-nosed, Middle Eastern, yeah. things will be done my way kind of thing. And we butted heads hardcore and finally sat down face-to-face. And I'm like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. And he's a dude, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and from that moment on, we're like... Oh, cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, yeah. We're, now really we're all good. on the same sheet of music now. Now we're really yeah, good yeah. friends because yeah. we're just two assholes yeah, and being I friends. I tell you, uh, I think me and Darren were a lot like that. I mean, yeah. there, I, you know, I, uh, there was a time where we almost didn't talk for a year. Sure. And uh, and um, we're both stubborn people, and uh, but I think our, our, our friendship is, is better for it. I sure, think of going course. Going through that has, has made it, but uh, anyway. Well, and that's the, that's the uh, again, another, I fall back on the great thing about, about skydivers is even if you don't get along with someone, like I have skydivers that I actively avoid that I still respect. Yeah. And that's something that most situations don't lend to. You know, back in the days when I had a real job in the real world, if I didn't like someone, fuck that cocksucker. Oh, yeah. I can't stand this person. Piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. But if it's a skydiver, it's... I'm not fond of that person, and I'm going to keep my distance, but I'm yeah, not going to yeah. talk shit. I'm not no, going to – Yeah, exactly. I have that respect. And, and I think everybody has those at the drop zone. I mean, yes. I certainly do. I mean, I got guys uh, – well, I got friends at the drop zone that we just don't see eye to eye on mm. certain things. And and um, um, and, I, and, and, I, and I talk about uh, we don't see eye to eye on when it comes to, to, to jumping – stuff sure. you know skydiving in general and but we acknowledge that and we set that aside sure. and and well and, that's that's a respect yeah yeah absolutely so which is again i think I, that goes way back to what we said what i said at the beginning that whole um foxhole mentality um i don't necessarily have to love the guy that's next to me but i damn well respect him and i trust yeah, him yeah you know? yeah that's a big fucking thing. well yeah and there's oh you know we'll get into this when we we start talking about the team but uh um there's a lot that people in the world can learn just from watching a drop zone and watch, yes. especially, especially a drop zone that that uh, uh you have a lot of mixed uh cultures and countries that go to it um you know uh you know drop zone in alabama you're going to get mostly alabama guys um and gals but uh um, oh an international drop zone oh can you imagine the reality tv show Oh, <laughs> it would have yeah. gone on like we used to joke around that the greatest reality TV show at the time would have been Cross Keys when we were there in 2004, 2005, because it was sex, drugs and rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was from people from all around the world. Yeah. Like I met the whole world in the shittiest little small town in New Jersey. Yeah. You know, and it was amazing because I, I was working with Brits and South Africans and Kiwis and Americans. And yeah. Just people from all around the world with all these varied backgrounds, you know, crazy guys from the Isle of Man and, and just this yeah. wonderful crew of people and what a fucking reality TV show that would yeah. have been. It oh, would have yeah. been, oh my God, it would have just been absolutely epic. Yeah. And Now, speaking of, you mentioned the team and I want to get into this. You you decide you want to be a skydiver again because you want to fly wingsuits. Your first introduction to wingsuits is Noah. 
Yeah, for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah. Who your son knows is yeah. Who knew knew you, of him before I did. Yeah. YouTube famous for the yeah. the insanely yeah. skillful shit that he's doing, and you decide you're going to push through. You make it through. Yeah, the, the, the gauntlet foot issues. Yeah, the Darren gauntlet. You make it through the foot issues yeah. and become a wingsuit pilot on your own, and now you're on a team. Yeah. So, uh, Sky Trash wingsuit team. Where'd that name come from? So that name came from. When I was in, we'll go back to free fall school in the all military. Right, so, right. so I'm in Yuma, Arizona. Oh Jesus fucking and, Christ! Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. So, so I'm we're in Yuma jumping during free fall, and the Golden Knights there. They train there as well. Obviously, Arizona has per, you know some of the perfect skydiving weather. Yep. And so, here we are, a bunch of students going f- through uh, military free fall, and uh, you know the deal. You get your first one knocked out, um, and you know you're scared shitless. <laughs> and then you know you, you you find out, oh yeah, you can actually survive this. And then you know you're coming back on the bus from the drop zone, and you're all hyped up, you know, coming off that adrenaline rush. And the Golden Knights, you know, here's guys with ten, twenty, thirty thousand skydives, and they see the students come off, and it's that that rivalry thing, like, oh, here we go, another class of right. students who think they're shit hot, you right. know? and then there's the Golden, you know, and then we're looking at the Golden Knights, like, you know, and and so they're heckling us, you know, and I just look over there, and I'm like, Sky Trash rocks, <laughs> and and so Sky Trash is a name that I came up with. Um, that really meant that I flew like a piece of trash in the air, right. no, no form, just flapping and, f- you know, and that's how done. my first jump was. I was just like, <laughs> think about balling up piece of paper and just throwing it out the plane and watching that thing just tumble. All right. And so I kind of nicknamed our little group there Sky Trash. You know, I would love to know what members of the Golden Knights were there when you were yelling. Oh, I don't know, you know, and, and of course we're yelling from, yelling from a bus window, so they, they probably, Cause like, I mean, what did that guy say? But but that's how, how that's how the name started. I it, mean, you, we're, we're talking big names kind of, well, you know, the Golden uh, Knights, um, Gerard and fuck. Oh, yeah, well, you look at, uh, um, you know, it's funny, um, oh my gosh, it slips my name. Um, used to be the manager uh, out at out one, in the desert. Yeah, Raul. Like, Raul. Yeah. Okay. Bocane- so, yeah. Yeah. So Raul, I recognized the voice and not the face. Okay. When I went to free fall, uh, 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 free fall school, uh, civilian free fall, uh, ground school, and eventually I said, "Hey, you know, I think I know you, but your voice sounds very familiar." And he's like, eh, "And he's like." Did you go to military free fall? No, he goes, what unit were you in? I was like, I was in, you know, because we were in the military. I said, second, he go, you mil- I was second range battalion. You go to military free fall? I'm like, I did. He said, like, what year? And I think I went in, I don't know, 97, 98 or some time frame like that. He goes, that's where you know me from. I was at military free fall school at the same time. How so funny it's, is yeah, that? Yeah, small world, huh? Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, I've got a Raul Snorri that's just as small. <laughs> yeah. So I met him when I was traveling abroad and working, and I started flying for the operation that he was working at. And through conversation, I found out that he had worked in Las Vegas. 
Well, I had worked at every drop zone that ever was in Las Vegas because that was my home DZ was yeah. Skydive Las Vegas. Um, and so through conversation, it turned out that not only was he working for the drop zone that I used to work at, but he was living in the house that I used to live in and sleeping in the fucking bed <laughs> that I used to sleep no in before I yeah, moved yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, all right, that's a that's a little yeah, weird yeah, that technically yeah. I've shared a bed with Raul Bocanegra. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's a well. It's a very small sport. It is. It is. So anyway, get back to. Uh, so now uh, I start wingsuiting, and there was a couple of us that were starting wingsuiting at the same time. A guy named Z Sean, guy named Johan, um, Riza, mm-hmm. um, um, and we started. We kind of we're all in the baby suits, baby wingsuits, and uh, we all went through Darren's gauntlet. So you know, it was kind of like. Uh, we love Darren, but we were anti-Darren. Band of brothers. Yeah, we were the band of brothers taking on <laughs> Darren, the, the enemy. You know, we had been through the trenches together. The fucking Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, um, anyway, so, so I was like, ah, you know, we should start a, a, a team. You know, we should just, because we jump all the time. and Sure. You know, and... Uh, I go, we fly like shit, so why don't we just call ourselves Sky Trash, you know, like trash in the air. And I was like, yeah, so they're like, yeah, that's pretty cool. So um, that's how how the name came about. Um, The team, I think it was 2000, uh, late 2014, early 2015, when Sky Trash wingsuit team kind of started. Sure. couple other names out there was uh Rashid um um Isaac there's some some other people that were involved in all that mm. uh Sarah anyway make a long story short we kept jumping and the whole deal was you had to fly like shit to be on the team so you know guy guy like Noah would we would you know, there, there's people out there you never would turn down jumping. Sure. Noah. But Noah can never be on the team. Right. The guy's just... He's too good. Yeah, he's too good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now he can be honorary member. Sure. And he can jump with us, but he can't be sky trash because <laughs> you got to fly like shit, <laughs> you know. And uh, you got to have cutaways, too. All right. Yeah. So right. so uh, so anyway, that's how the team started. So, um, um, And then it just like any team, people come, people go. Um, there was a short period where I went uh, back to the U.S. to get my youngest son uh, ready to go into the Army. And I was gone for uh, about a year, year and a half. And the team kind of kind of dissolved. Mm. And then 2000, let's see, 14, I think 2016, I came back, or 17, 18, no, 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 yes, 2017 i came back and i was like hey let's get the team back together and uh some people came back some people were like ah went on to do things and some people and then that's when the team really developed when we decided okay we got enough people and we fly to where we probably should all get the same suit Mm, yes because there was some issues with some guys being on a Havoc, some people being on a, a, a Freak, let's say, or, or something like that. So we're all like – so, and we had gotten some new members in, 
and and the whole way you became a Sky Trash member was so so. There's the the, the pre Sky Trash team where it was just a bunch of guys, and then there's the Sky Trash team as you see it now, and those mm. are the guys who actually own a Sky Trash wingsuit, blue suit, and 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 jump as a team. Sure. And um and that's what you see nowadays with the team. Um, and uh, there is no tryouts. Um, every person that's on the team was uh, either asked me, hey, can I jump with you? And I'm like, yeah, just come on, you know. Um, or I asked them, hey, you got nobody to jump with? Or it was a friend of somebody who's on the team, hey. Sure. And and then we do look at the skill set because obviously we want to progress. Sure. Um um, you know, we found out, uh, you know, Havoc is a fantastic suit, but a Havoc's not going to stay with the ATC. So if you have a Havoc, we're now in ATCs. Well, unfortunately, sure, you know, we're not going to, you know, slow down. So when you are ready to get into an ATC, then let's, let's, uh, start jumping. So, so there are, even though there is no tryouts, there are certain things that, uh, we have to do just either to make it somewhat safe. And, and that's the other thing uh, I think Darren cringes <laughs> is, you know, it's just like anything. It's like when 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 uh, when you leave the house uh, or you get, you know, Darren's like dad. Dad's no longer, you know, <laughs> dad, dad got divorced from mom and I'm hanging with mom now. So right. dad screw dad's rules. Right. Um, and then, you know, until you bump each other or do something where you're like, oh, got lucky, then you're like, eh, maybe dad has some things right. But Sure. Uh, well, and that, that's the way it goes, though, right? I mean, you, you get out and you start doing your own things, and then you're, you're criticizing the things that annoyed you um, when you were learning because you thought they were bullshit. Yeah. Until you get shown in very real time that it wasn't bullshit, and you land going, oh. Yeah, and okay. I, yeah, and I would tell you, I think some of the, you know, you look at not just wingsuiting, but you look at uh, free fly, and you look at uh, belly, all the amazing things that they're doing now. A lot of it was somebody taking that risk. Sure, you know, um, somebody going, hey, you know, uh, we were just talking about it the other day about. You know, so Sky Trash, the, the the Sky Trash emblem is a is a trash can, and it's got some skydivers, some wingsuiters coming out of the trash can, and there's trash coming out <laughs> with it. And we're like, why why don't we see if we can get someone a a, a, a tiny belly belly flyer and throw them out in a trash can right. while we try to wingsuit around it, All right? And and see if we can't do an actual <laughs> do a, a yeah, photo well, representation. I mean, of yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So. I'm like, well, well, that trash can's got to land somewhere. What if that you little know. person can't get out? But you know what? We'll probably do it one day. Yeah. You know, you know we, what? Yeah. Worst case scenario, you go out to Arizona and do the uh, junk day where they let oh, you throw gosh. any damn yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They'll let you put somebody in a trash yeah, can. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, so so the, here's the great thing about the team. Here's what's what I think is unique about the Sky Trash Wingsuit team compared to any – amateur team out there is one um there's not too many teams out there that have the same color suit mm. um which w- was one of the reasons why we went with the same color suit and the other one is and this is not because the team uh, w- 
where I jump, I'm very fortunate to be able to jump with people all around the world. And where, let's say, you know, uh, a wingsuit team in Las Vegas is normally going to probably primarily be, you know, mostly Americans sure. who, who live in Las Vegas. Sure. Um, so right now the team, we have a guy from Iran, Riza from Iran. Um, we have uh, Kareem uh, from Egypt. Um, we have uh, Isaac from Norway, Jan from South Africa, uh, Chris from Ukraine, um, uh, Alex from Ukraine. Um, let me see. Who else do we have? I think, Mike. Okay, it's not like I got a lot of people on the team. Me from the U.S. Um, uh, whom, uh, Iman, she's Egypt and Moroccan. Yeah. So we like to say she's from Morocco because we got somebody from Egypt. <laughs> um, so I'm like, yeah, you're from Morocco. Right. Um, and so we do have a female on the team. And, uh, and, and she, a kick-ass kick one at Yeah. That. I tell you, man, this is where I screwed up. So listen to me out there, people who want to get into a wingsuit. Do your 50 bellies. you got to pay the piper. That's just punishment. Do the 50 bellies and then go straight to free fly. Because mm. I'm telling you, these, these cats that are coming in – Knowing how to free fly, to get in the suit, and I'm like, golly, it took me three years to do what you're yeah. doing. I mean, because they understand how to manipulate and and, and the, the little turns here. That was like watching the Maktoum boys, and and then uh, watching you know guys like Micah, yeah, uh, you know who was an excellent free flyer yeah. and a hardcore tunnel guy. Oh, yeah, and so well, Micah was just a hardcore guy. I love watching him train, making people oh, yeah, do push ups when they screwed up. I'm like, damn, you yeah, make man. Darren look like a chick. He just to to be. Be able to um, know where you're at and have body awareness in every orientation in any direction, no matter which way the relative wind is, is huge. Absolutely yeah, huge. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, my hat's off to you because you got into um, a discipline that requires those skill sets without those skills and had to push your way through with yeah, a fucked yeah, up yeah. foot. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I tell people if I had a wingsuit for a living, I'd starve to death. Uh, but yeah, but I'll tell you what, man. I, and here's the funny thing: is whenever you guys are getting ready to load onto a plane, there's no doubt in the world that you guys are there to have fun. Yeah, you're having a good. T- Come on, you guys call yourself trash. Yeah, for Christ's sakes, you clearly are out there to, to have fun. You're not taking yourselves too seriously, which for me is the pinnacle of a good skydiver. Is somebody that wants to have fun, wants to improve. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, wants to be a badass, but doesn't take themselves so seriously that at the end of the day, if they had a shitty jump, it ruins their week. Yeah, and you guys don't do that, which is amazing. Yeah, you guys always have smiles on your faces. You're always having a good time i'm sitting up in the cockpit grumpy and you're handing me load sheets and smiling yeah and yeah wrapping but on you the know window. that's the great thing about i mean i i wish everybody could have an opportunity to, to jump and of course not everybody has the opportunity to jump for, for whatever reason sure. many reasons why um but it's just it, it's all that it is the grumpy pilot on that day <laughs> that you're like I, I would tell you it's like manifest sure okay I you know I don't know I I, I haven't jumped a lot of drop zones um, but the drop zone that I normally drop uh, manifest is ran primarily well I mean, it's not primary it's all done by females mm. and I'm telling you what those I mean think about that job you know why it's women. Because they're the only ones who would have tolerated. Because men can't do that no, fucking job. No, exactly. So, so, 
So they get, you know, uh, you know, foul weather comes in, you know, and and so now the the, the plane's got to land. They got to get strapped down, whatever. And then, of course, skydivers are like, oh, what do you mean? What, so where am I? Uh, and I, I, I tell these ladies, I said, you, you just need to shut the window, man. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, 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 and tell them to go away. I've done it. So. Yeah, but they don't. And, no, no, they yeah. don't. I actually sat once in a manifest office at a job zone that I was working at, and and every 30 seconds, somebody's sticking their head, not at the window, <laughs> but through the window and barking this oh, and barking that. Hello. And I can hear the manifestors are talking as soon as the window's clear, so I know how upset they're getting, but they're being so professional and they're handling yeah. it, but I'm getting upset. Yeah. And eventually, I got up and I literally told someone, you need to get yeah. the fuck out of the window and yeah. close the window. And all the manifest girls turned around and they're like, that was really nice, but don't you ever fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's the great part about it. You know, I think that's where I like to, to do the people watching. It's like you see you, – because you know the regulars at the drop zone. You know who who's the guy who – or gal who likes giving manifest a hard time. And, sure. And then you're like, oh, there he goes. I'll throw a name, Bob. Right. Oh, there goes Bob. Watch oh, yeah. this. You it's know? coming. So it's all that. It's the grumpy pilot. It's the, the happy pilot. It's the crazy pilot. It's the it's the the, the nice uh, women at manifest. It's the women who lose their mind at manifest. It's it's. <laughs> I tell you, the drop zone cats. Yes. Uh, Tori. Yes. Tori. That has got to be. Well, I can't jump without Tori. Right. <laughs> I don't know why Tori's doing. I don't know anybody who, why they're doing that job. But I know this: if they don't do that job, I can't. Sure. I can't do what I'm yeah. doing. You know, well, and that's the and, cool thing about it. And too. I don't know people really look at it that way. You know, I, I think it some takes do. time to yeah. be able to see it. Yeah, and 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 uh, and I think that's you're right. I think that comes with experience and, and your age to where now I kind of sit back and I look and I go, you know, I didn't notice that the individual who sweeps the mat. Oh man! It, if it wasn't for that guy. There would be sand everywhere, dude. It's 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 su- and that's the thing that a lot of people don't think is it's such a fucking team effort. Yeah, from A to Z. Z. That's right. It really, really is, yeah. and it, it's it's a, a, a hard lesson to learn for a lot of people because at the end of the day, skydiving is filled with fucking alphas. Oh. All <laughs> oh, alphas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every one of us knows the best way to do whatever needs to be done, and fuck you for thinking it should be a different way. And yeah, and it it takes a very special kind of alpha to not only still be that way but to be able to go all right but i'm not an alpha in that job or that's right alpha in that job and all those jobs the manifest the pilots the packers the instructors all the fun jumpers it's a job being a fun jumper is a job you have to manifest the correct way you got to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there you got to get the fuck out of the plane when yeah, you're supposed to be yeah and a lot of there. them don't do a good job at that yeah you know and, but it, that's why i say it's a job yeah. that has to be done well and yeah. so you, you get to a, a drop zone that especially when you've had a team that's worked together for a, a number of years yeah. fun jumpers and staff alike yeah. and you see this well-oiled machine yeah and it's an amazing thing to see yeah because what we do is so frenetic and so fucking hectic and so borderline spastic out of control that if you grabbed a person off the street and sat them in a corner at the drop zone and said this is organized 
they'd shit themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't look like it. No, it yeah. looks like it's, mayhem. It's, it's, well, and I think it's controlled chaos. It is controlled chaos yeah. in such a spectacular way. Yeah. But again, this draws back all the way to what we talked about at the very beginning is that the jumps are just the icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, the absolutely. The cake is all those people and all that shit going <laughs> yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's the... I'll tell you, that's what keeps me coming back. Man, it's it's well, and it's interactions yeah. like this, and and the stories, and finding out people's backgrounds and and their mentalities and where they come yeah. from that makes it so fucking cool. Yeah. Because when at the end of the day, when I can't fly a plane anymore, when I'm too old to jump, man, have I got stories, and I've got people from literally all around the world to right. share those stories with, and that yeah. are going to give me different versions of the same yeah. shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I tell you, it's it's it's. Uh, I think that's why I don't. Miss the military because it's it's so much like being in the it's military. That band of brothers, yeah, it re- yeah. band of brothers and sisters. Yeah, it really is, and that's also one of the reasons why you find out someone's a skydiver randomly. Yeah, and it's happened to me maybe a half a dozen times in my life that I'm in a conversation with someone that I very quickly find out is a jumper. Instantly, there's a bond and an understanding that you just are like, holy shit. Like, I, I found out uh, years back uh, via Facebook, of all things, that a guy with my same family name that lives in Italy is a fucking skydiver. Oh, that's pretty and, cool. And, you know, yeah. and know nothing about this guy, yeah. but we instantly have two bonds. We share the same last name yeah. randomly, and we're both skydivers. And it was this just super cool thing to be yeah. able to go, all right, wow, I already know so much about this guy that I've never met just because he jumps out of airplanes. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. I, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I tell a lot of people I came back to work in the Middle East because of skydiving. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I think if, uh, if I couldn't skydive, I'd probably, I'd probably go home. Sure. I mean, I just, I mean, and, and, uh, but, uh, it's a big part of my life now. And, and, sure. and uh, I, lo- I love the team. It's, it's a lot of work. Um, but anything that you're passionate about or anything that you want to be, uh, successful, it's, it's going to be a lot of work. Sure. And it's funny, I, 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 I kind of bust Darren's balls, but, you know, there's a lot of things I do with the team where, you know, as as uh, the leader of the team or the team captain or whatever the guys want to call me at the time other than asshole, <laughs> um, um, I, I do say, hey, you know, yeah, we're here to have fun, but at the same time, we want to improve. You say you want to improve. Yeah. So that's going to require us to do certain things. You sure. Know? And I would tell you the, the drop zones that we jumped at, the, the amount of skill set there. I mean, we're so fortunate where we're jumping at that, you know, at our fingertips, we have some of the best people in the world for sure. every discipline. You know? Sure. Um, well, and, you know, it's it's uh, some of the best lessons that I've learned have been from their those very antagonistic relationships uh, that I fought tooth and nail. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to concede, oh, fuck, he actually, he or she really knows what they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, Darren is a prime example of that. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I, I uh, every jump, I'm just like, ah, if I did that, like Darren said. Sure. Sure. Because we, uh, Sky Trash, we're we're a flocking team, so we do mostly just big ways, and 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 we try to burrow. Uh, you know, the pandemic's kind of screwed it up this year, but you know, we're we're doing a lot more vertical 
work instead of same level work. And then there's this one of the great things. Well, I won't say one of the great things, but one of the things because of the pandemic, it's given us to where we only have one team day. And then the other day is do whatever you want. If you don't want to jump, um, a lot of members on the team have girlfriends or wives or family. And sure. I tell everybody, look, the first thing is a job. Sure. You know, it used to be family, but now you really need a job to have a good family. Damn right. Yeah, so so job, family, then skydiving. Sure. Now, there ain't nothing between fi- family and skydiving in my <laughs> right. book. So right. I'm like, those are the three. Right. You get a buy on the first two. Yep. But that's it. So, yeah. you know, you want to go drink late at night and not show up for the team. That I got a problem with that. But, uh, yeah. Um, and I'll tell you a story when we sit on the shitter on the next one. But uh, <laughs> about when we jumped over the pyramids in Egypt and some of the guys wanted to drink uh, a Ooh. little bit. Uh, Chris, uh, Kareem, and uh, Yvonne, we, had a, we agreed on it. Here, here's the deal. I'm kind of old school. I'm a military retiree. Right. right. Um, so, and I'm very timely. You know that. I'm, I'm, I, sure. I, I pride myself, and it's stupid. Someone's going to be like, why were you at the drop zone two hours before it opened up? Well, a couple of reasons. One, I wake up very early. Sure. Um, and two, so I have nothing to do. And two, I want, I, I you know, it's, there's a good thing about talking shit. You can talk a lot of shit, but you got to back it. Damn right. So I bust a lot of balls about being late, and and but because I do that, you're not course, late. I'm not late. Well, yeah. Well, that that's the military mentality, yeah. man. Thirty minutes early is late. Exactly. So um, anyway, I, I'm scatterbrained right now because I can't remember what was the original. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm fixing to turn fifty. Yeah, uh, They're starting uh, to show, uh, huh? Shush, man. I'm already there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it could be the Patron. But anyway. Could be. Could be. Uh, um, yeah, you were jumping with Kareem and, and the boys over the yeah, pyramids. Yeah, yeah. But- so anyway, so uh, um, so th- there's there's certain things I, I'm a stickler on, and, and uh, but uh, they we had agreed that we would have a two-beer limit because <laughs> Egypt – I think we were scheduled to do four jumps. Mm. We only got three. And we're pulling up. Now, this is, you know, we weren't flying as tight as we fly now. Sure. Um, but uh, so we're paying all this money to go to Egypt to fly over one of the seven wonders of the world there. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I'm very focused. Like, we have a trip planned for uh, next year um, that's going to be a, a pretty spectacular thing for, for the group. And... I'm not there to fun jump. Sure. No, you got a you got a plan. Right. We got a plan and then we're gonna do so we said, okay, what's what's the beer? And everyone's like, Okay, two beers. You can have two beers. Right. Now, if we agreed on five beers, because very rarely <laughs> do I as a team captain go, Yeah, I know y'all voted that way, but guess what? I'm overruling you. I'm sure. using the captain thing and I try not to do that. Right. And the only time I really do that is like training plan sure you know i'm like okay yeah i know you want to do that but we're not ready to do that so right but so it was like a two beer limit um and um some things happened in egypt and we we're jumping uh military aircraft so the military aircraft had to be grounded or they had to be used for something else and we couldn't jump that day so they were like well we're not jumping so the two beer limit <laughs> doesn't apply Right. And, and, and of course, you know, I'm kind of like the old grumpy granddad. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to go out for lunch. 
I only eat once a day anyway, so go have fun. Well, right. you know, it's like six hours later, and I'm like, man, well, that's a long ass lunch, right? And, and you know, and it's it's like ten in the morning. <laughs> no, I mean, there's six beers into it, of course. And of course, you know, I'm like, look, dude, it takes each one of us to do a job. My job isn't easy, yeah. and I'm not talking about being team leader. My position's not easy. Right. But guess what? I know your job's not easy. Your sure. position's not easy. And you're the only one who can fly that position right, right. now. So guess what? If you're, you know, three sheets to the wind there, <laughs> you right? just blew all the money that I paid sure. to do this right. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. This is not yeah. just a weekend at the home drop zone fucking around and fun jumping. This right. is a big event. So yeah. sure, I, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. So, but, and I would tell you, the great thing about it is most of the members, um, there's some members that uh, decided to, you know what, I I love it. I think you got a great thing, but I'm going to move on. Right. And I can respect that. But- the, the the team that you see now, they, they tolerate me. They know that, hey, he's an old grumpy guy. Right. But you know what? He does come up with this. He does do this. He does do this. So, yeah, let's placate him and, and keep him happy. Isn't that funny, man? Because I'm kind of in the same position in my life. I think I've gotten to the point where people are like, all right, he he clearly knows what he's doing by now. Yeah. He he clearly has our best interest at heart. Yeah. But he can be a real dick sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... Because he's good at his job and we know he's a sweetheart some of the time, yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah, 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 tolerate yeah, yeah, his yeah, shit. Yeah, we're going to tolerate his shit. Yeah, and they do a good job tolerating my shit. Yeah, and, and people do as well as me. And it's I think knowing that people are tolerating also makes me strive to uh, give them less of a reason to have to tolerate and more of a reason to just enjoy. Right, yeah, Which exactly. isn't a, it's a, it's It's a good thing. Yeah, it it's really a, is. It's, and it's a, it's a fine balance. It is. You well, got to have. You know, I you look at guys like Noah, and Omar, and 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 Micah, and Graham, and and uh, Nick, and Matt. Yes. Uh, two amazing wingsuit uh, uh, pilots on the cutting edge. They didn't just happen to be these great no. wingsuiters. I mean, they they, they they put it in. They put it in, and they they, they had the discipline. Oh, yeah, to man. do it. And and in fact, uh, I'm going to make you go back and listen. I've done two podcasts with Nick and Matt. Oh, did you? And, oh, yeah, man. And you'll listen to their talk about how they prep and how they plan. And it's uh, one of my favorite stories is when um, they were getting ready to do a pretty intense exit on a, a really hardcore jump. And I guess the entire evening before, Matt spent doing his exit off the side of his pool <laughs> yeah. into the swimming pool yeah, exactly. trying to get yeah. that exit down. Man, but that's what you, it takes, man. Right, but that's what it takes to be that level. Yeah, man. And, and I would tell you, uh, it's kind of like, I, I don't know if it's genetics or if it's mental, how their brain works, but not everybody can do that. Sure. Like, no, I, of course not. You know, uh, five, well, I, when I've been wingsuiting uh, five years now, I just literally learned how to exit right. Sure. Well, and, and it's because I didn't jump out by the pool 600 times. Sure. Because to me – my passion is not that much. Sure. And that's why you need guys like Nick, Matt, and like Darren, and like uh, Micah. Because they're and leading Graham the way. And all that. Yeah. And, and those are the guys you know, hey, he's teaching me how to exit because that's the guy who did 600 jumps by the pool. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, come on. At the end of the day, we've we've gotten into this and we do this kind of thing because above all else, we love what we do. Yeah. So it's 
it's honestly the journey is the whole deal, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The badass jumps are fantastic, but it's the community and the journey. And yeah, it takes and, you down. And that's I, I think that's the big part. It's the family yeah, aspect right. of it. Yeah. yeah. So now that being said, how do people track down how to uh, to get to Sky Trash? I know I had you pull it up. So yeah. Got... So yeah. Uh, um, I don't. I'm not very what social savvy, but it's uh it's uh, wingsuit uh underscore no it's yeah wings sky trash underscore wingsuit underscore team on awesome. instagram and i think there's a youtube channel out there I, I don't know what it is offhand the team will give me crap about it but uh well i can put that up in the description as well because i know you guys have uh, uh you've done stuff like go to the pyramids and you've got stuff planned coming up so i know people are going to be interested and there's a lot of people a lot of people listening to the podcast lower time skydivers that are daydreaming about being able to do the kind of things that you're doing yeah that, and i'm gonna tell you if, if i can do it anybody can do sure, it sure well yeah. and that's that's kind of the cool thing and yeah. one of the biggest reasons i wanted to be able to talk to you is is there's a big uh group of people from beginners to the badasses and those that are in the beginning see these badasses and think that's undoable i can't do what these guys are doing i can't jump off the burj khalifa and fly around it three times i can't fly through these mountains in china and do all this insane stuff but then they see a mid-level team that's learning and getting better and better and better. Yeah, and, and I tell you, yeah, we got we got big plans in the future. If, if, if everything pans out to where we're going to be doing things that that are, are amazing as a team, as mm. as a as a, uh, uh, a formation wingsuit team. And here's what I would tell that all those people says, you know, hey, I'll never look. I, I'm sure Noah never thought he was going to be <laughs> right. who he is as a wingsuiter. Sure, uh, Nick and Matt. Um, and I would tell you that uh, one day we'll all be gone, yeah. and there's going to be a new Nick, a new Matt, a of new course. Noah, and it's going to be somebody. And that's why I tell anybody, and, and we really wanted to try this year, is uh, is not just do team, 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 but, hey, get somebody who's just starting a wingsuit sure. and go, hey, come jump with us. Well, fuck, man. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll uh, finally <laughs> finally put a pair of wings on. Yeah. Well, lo- hey, long as it doesn't ground the plane, you're welcome to come. Yeah. yeah well, there's uh, other. Without pines. you, I'm not jumping there's out of the plane. Pines. So there's yeah. But well, uh, uh, Michael, man, I cannot tell you how much I'm glad you came to sit down, shoot the shit with me, yeah, give me the absolutely. background, tell the story. I fucking love hearing these stories. It's gonna make watching you guys climbing on the plane that much more entertaining. Yeah. It really is. And thank you for not talking politics with no. me. No, 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 absolutely. We I'm, did damn good. Yeah, and yeah I, exactly. I honestly now believe we could have an adult conversation for more than 10 minutes about politics without killing Yeah, my wife would be like, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't think we should. <laughs> I just think we could. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And oh, we will. One day we will. Someday, but uh, someday. Dean, thanks for having me, and uh, I look forward to – you promised me a sh- shitter session, so uh, I will, I'm looking I forward will. to it. We will sit in the toilet and shoot some serious yeah. shit. And if I didn't mention anybody who's affected my uh, my life in skydiving, please know that uh, I'm Fuck very em. appreciative. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Guy, thank you so much, man. This thank has you, been Dean. awesome. Take All care. Right. Take skies. care, brother. Yep, blue skies. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. That's another episode of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void in the Can, brought to you wonderfully, beautifully by Blue Skies Magazine, Pussfoot.com, and me, the fucking pilot. 
You can find me at thefuckingpilot.net where you'll find both the books that I've written, the uh, fucking pilot book for Blue Skies Magazine and The Accidental Stripper, both available in digital and print. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time around. Thank you.